What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Ghost Encounters. I mean, the cut. Sean, Chris, and Randy are back for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. Christian had a little near experience with some extraterrestrial, or not extraterrestrial, but some. Uh, Could have uh, been. What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, poltergeist type beings. Paranormal. Uh, yeah, paranormal. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, <laughs> so, what a way to start, man. Um, I you know, We won't get into it, but Christian is kind of freaked out right now. <laughs> It was really fucked. Uh, I I will say, don't accidentally click new movie recording on QuickTime Player if you have a Mac. Um, maybe I'll tell the story at the end of the episode if we have time. Not having a great time tonight. <laughs> not, Randy, not doing are you well. doing any better? I'm doing good, man. Just as, uh, chilling. Got to work in the morning. So, as am I. Um, I'm excited that the Indians finally put together some runs. I'm excited that the Blue Jackets came back from a 3-0 deficit and are now into overtime at 3-3 in the pivotal Game 3 of their series. And I'm most excited because today was the deadline for opt-outs for the 2020 NFL season, and no big names were on, were on that list. Uh, Tredavious White was kind of getting bounced around. He had tweeted something earlier in the day, but it was reported that he is going to play the season um so football's gonna happen man uh it it's at least that's what it seems like that's what all the arrows are pointing towards and really the only fantasy relevant guys that opted out within the past 10 days um were marquise goodwin maybe but you could understand why he might be a a a fancy relevant guy and obviously the big one is damian williams which clyde edwards hilaire if he wasn't a top end running back yet sure as hell is now So, I mean, you guys feel like I do, right? Like, all arrows are pointing, right? Yeah, it's all looking pretty good. They may have to figure out a couple things here and there, but these guys are going to be, they're getting paid to play, so they're assuming their own risk. You know what's crazy is I think tonight would have been Cowboys-Steelers in the Hall of Fame game. That's all right. I I would have watched it. Who cares? Yeah. It's not like like Dak, Zeke, Gallup, Cooper. Juju, Ben, Connor, we would have been watching what? Uh, Mason Andy Rudolph versus who's oh. the, who is the backup for the Cowboys? Andy Dalton, bud. Oh, shit, that's right. I bet Dalton would have even played. I bet they would have started the third. <laughs> but yeah, like it's always fun. I think, like, because obviously the Hall of Fame game is like the signal that baseball, that baseball, that football's back. But it's like when you get into that game, Nobody gives a shit because nobody plays. It's just watching football on a field. Hell, what was it? Two years ago, they had to cancel the game because the paint that they put on was like tar and they couldn't even play it. Um, that was I, that happened. I think it was either last year or two years ago. It was the Packers. They couldn't even play that game. Yeah, so, it's, it's not a great game. It, it only, we only like it for symbolism. Right. So I'm still counting. <laughs> I am still counting today as the beginning of the football season because it would have been the Hall of Fame game. So let's move forward. Football's coming, baby. So I got a fun fact before we get into what we're going to do today. Um, I don't know how fun it is, but it's definitely interesting. So in weeks one through nine, back in 2019, Nick Chubb was the RB5 in fantasy on a points-per-game basis per Matthew Barry of ESPN. Browns by, I believe, was week was it? Week nine, and then, okay, so 
from weeks 10 to 17 when Kareem Hunt was activated after suspension, what did Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt finish as fantasy-wise? What do you guys think? Kareem Hunt definitely finished above Nick Chubb. That's my guess. And I think they were both RB2s. I think Chubb was a low-end two, and Hunt was like a higher mid-tier two. I'll go RB18 for Hunt, RB19 for Chubb. I, I want to put Chubb ahead just because I know he had like two top five weeks. Should have stuck with you guys. So Damn. Nick Chubb was RB23 on a points-per-game basis. Kareem Hunt was RB24. Mm-hmm. Chubb averaged 12.97. Kareem Hunt averaged 12.67. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I didn't bring this up because, oh, we'll definitely fade Nick Chubb because Kareem Hunt. Hunt's, I, to be honest, I don't think Hunt's going to cut into a lot of the, uh, a lot of the um, rushing work. I think my question is, are we undervaluing Kareem Hunt right now? Where with him having a RB2 finish, We'll get it. I mean, obviously, his ADP right now is RB29, and I have him in the next thing we're going to do, but is that too low? Um, Probably for his finish, but probably not for drafts, uh, just because it does bake in any risk involved with him being a backup running back of sorts. Uh, I mean, it's kind of tough to tell. New scheme, we do have to kind of see how it all plays out. I think, um, and one other big factor that I, it's probably going to put some weight on it. I mean, the Browns were losing almost every game in that stretch. So they were throwing the ball more, which is where Kareem Hunt's value came in. Browns are going to be better. I mean, we at least all think so. So you don't know how much is going to contribute to that. But I just thought that was definitely something interesting to start the show. So let's get into what we're going to do today. Uh, We're going to do a mock draft. We have another one for you guys. We've been doing some uh, um, A1s, things of that nature. So we're going to get into a mock draft. But first, Another round of ABC ADP. I have a lot of these in. I don't know if we're going to touch on all of them, but um, we can at least try to get to as many as we can uh, Time with time constraints and all. So I'll start here with the first one. Kirk Cousins, ADP of quarterback 22, or Jimmy Garoppolo, ADP quarterback 20. Who are you guys taking? Neither, because I win things. Um, I would take... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What? You're okay. right. Um, shut up. Um, no, my point is I would not take these quarterbacks this year. They're okay, both. Okay, that's in. not the game, Christian. I know. So uh, let me make an argument for taking Jimmy G over Kirk Cousins, which I don't love. Um, I I don't have much of an argument. My argument is that <laughs> I don't think Kirk Cousins is very good, and I think someone put it um, on Twitter. I don't know who. Um, it might have been Jordan Reed, but not the tight end Jordan Reed. But anyway, they basically said they gave him the keys to a Ferrari and said, just keep it in between the lines. And so he did that, and he did that well. And because the Vikings were very good, he actually had a decent fantasy finish. The problem is he lost one of his favorite targets in Stefan Diggs, and they replaced Stefan Diggs with Tajay Sharp and Justin Jefferson. Um, and I guess with Jimmy G, they added weapons. I mean, they they lost Manny Sanders, sure, but they also added Brandon Ayuk. They're getting back Jalen Hurd. 
Um, I, I just, man, this is gross, but I would take Jimmy G. Which, also, for, for our listeners, I don't know how much you guys can hear in the background. I do have a roommate who I am watching the Blue Jackets game, which is currently in overtime. Obviously, I have it on mute, but my roommate is watching it in the living room, and that is him yelling at the TV, which I fully support. Just wanted to bring that in just in case you guys can hear it. I don't know how much you guys can hear or can't, but obviously I can hear it pretty well. So, Randy, your turn. Um, I agree with Christian's argument, but I'm going to take Cousins just because it's even more of a value, and he's kind of done it. Like, he's been QB12, QB15. Again, he did lose his best receiver, in my opinion, but not his favorite to throw to. And Who was out for pretty much seven weeks last year. Yeah, so I, I do expect him to be pretty – he's going to be ahead of QB22. Sure. Jimmy so, G could be QB20. You guys know how much I like Kirky, Kirky C. I mean, like like you guys talked about. Nope. <laughs> they had – like that. <laughs> I, oh, it's not, that's not the first time I've called him that. I know. Um, it still hurts the ears to hear. So, <laughs> shut up. So, like you said, like Stefan Diggs is gone, yes. But Cousins lost Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was basically irrelevant, like the back, the entire back half of the fantasy season because a couple oh, times he. <laughs> yeah. And well, and part of the reason he did that is because he, they tried to rush him back. He, I remember I had to deal with it because I had him in a couple of leagues. Like, do I start Thielen? I know a hamstring's tough. I did start Thielen and I got sad when I started Thielen because he played like, I don't, I don't have the stat right in front of me, but he played like 20% of the snaps, left the game again. Cousins still finishes the art as the quarterback 15. And he was a quarterback 12 the previous year. And Cousins finished as a, as a QB 15 while only throwing the ball 444 times. So I don't see why he can't repeat that same thing, especially if, if the Packers are still going to be as good as the Packers are, at least we think they are. The Vikings are going to need to, I mean, I think the Vikings are going to need to be in a lot of games. They're not going to blow teams away by any means. So I'm, I'm, def, I'm taking Cousins here because there's the problem of, you saw it a little bit last year. The Niners can absolutely jump on somebody with their defense and they're not going to throw the ball. So like you're going to, you could run that risk with Jimmy G. So I would, I would take Kirk Cousins here. Good argument. All right. <laughs> I get it. You're not drafting either of them, but I, exactly. I, I, all right. So next one here, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, QB 17 or Jared Goff, QB 19. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's that, right. I'll, I'll start this one. I'll go Big Ben. Um, injury concerns, obviously. He's a lot older than Jared Goff, but I think he has a higher ceiling than Jared Goff this year. So that's my point. That's literally the only point I have for it. I probably am not getting either of these guys. So yeah, yeah. I'd probably lean. I would lean Big Ben also because I think while. You could argue that the Rams have just about the same amount of weapons. Um, I just think the Steelers are going to need to throw the ball more than they have, obviously, last year to win. Because, and you don't know how much you can rely on James Conner. So I, I'm going. I'm going for Ben here. I am not trying to be contrarian, but I would actually go Jared Goff, and the reason is I think the Steelers' defense is actually better than the Rams. I think that's a guarantee. No, oh, yeah. exactly. Right. So my my argument is that Jared Goff is going to have to throw over 600 times, whereas Ben, I don't think he can throw 
over 600 times. <laughs> but I guarantee you he'll do it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how well he'll do it. He'll right. do it. Yeah, I I would also bet on Goff regressing back to his Super Bowl year. Um, but it's a tough back to that at all. I don't really know what the regress is because he's been so up and down in his career. But I'd still go Goff. I mean, I'd rather the guy who I think can stay on the field too. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, so let's move into two guys that we are all pretty high on. This is pretty much why I did this because I'm, Christian loves one guy, Randy loves one guy, Drew Locke at AD, ADP QB twenty three or. Gardner Minshew, QB29, who I believe the only reason that that's probably lower is because of the COVID designation that he had. I think he was going right around QB25, 26 before that happened. So, which one? Gardner Minshew. Drew Locke. So, my <laughs> argument is one of them runs and one of them doesn't. Drew Locke can run. He can, but Gardner already has. So? Drew Locke can throw. And Locke does have Gardner Minshew can throw better. Gard- Stop it. Gardner Minshew better targets. He does. That's what I'm that saying. I'm not arguing. Wait, where, is that what I said? That he has better weapons. Yes, he was talking to me. Oh, okay. Well, you said Sorry. stop it. I didn't know if you were telling me to stop. No, I was telling Randy to stop okay. it. This one, I think I would be okay with either of these guys, but I would probably lean Minshew. It's a bad call for a guy that's going to lose his job next year. Well, these are also redrafts. Yes. I know your argument is that if he loses his job, it's because he sucked. He's not going to suck, man. He should have won Rookie of the Year last year, but for some reason they went to Nick Foles twice. But Randy, Randy, to that point, the book is still out on Drew Locke. He played four four games last year? Yeah. Right. But that's, that's what I'm saying is these guys are definitely, there are a bunch of question marks around both of these guys. Also, at least we don't have to worry about the COVID thing with Lock or with uh, Minshew anymore because he was already activated. All right, yeah. let's move on. Let's move into running backs, and I thought this one was pretty interesting. I'm going to bring up two rookies that a lot of people are high on: not Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Jonathan Taylor. I'm not. I'm not for the love of God. I am not bringing up that argument because it's been going around everybody in the fantasy world. I just don't want to do it. So DeAndre Swift, RB24, or Cam Akers, RB27. I know what Randy's going to say, and I'm realizing this is why. So we haven't agreed on a single one yet, and this is why our draft did not go as planned. <laughs> uh, no, we have a good mix of guys. I, oh, I'm going I think, swift I think I'm the only one that can deal with Christian. Oh, our draft didn't go as planned because I had to deal with Christian. <laughs> no, it still went as planned. We're still going to win the league, fucker. Um, so I'm going DeAndre Swift here because – Matt Stafford can make any pass catching running back relevant as uh, Theo Riddick <laughs> was RB like 21 or 22 when he was there. DeAndre Swift is way better than Theo Riddick by a lot. And I know yeah, that but- Carrion Johnson's there, but Carrion Johnson's going to be the early down guy. And I still believe in Carrion. I just think that Matt Stafford is going to feed Swift the ball when he's on the field. So. Riddick had Riddick had was RB eighteen, RB twenty five, RB twenty six from twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen. Yeah. Who was the other back there? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> it's not well, carry on Johnson. Well, I I'm I'm a believer in carry on, but 
I'm in the minority. Was it CJ Spiller? No. He was probably there for a bit. It was another dude. I'm not actually trying to figure it out. I'm saying they like, <laughs> I get I get Carry on Johnson was the first really good running back they've had in a long time. Obviously I do think Swift is at worst the same as Carry on at worst. So I do like it. Uh and Amir Abdullah. Yeah, exactly. Who uh, the games in twenty sixteen. I'll go Cam Akers only for the reason that he has a chance to be the guaranteed starter. Like Swift, I don't think is ever going to be the starter this season. I've, I'm the only reason I would feel comfortable with either of these guys is if I already have a couple backs that I know I can rely on. I'm, I'm going to go Swift only because Sean McVay already came out and said that he likes all four running backs that he has, and he mentioned Daryl Henderson's name first. I do still think Daryl Henderson is going to get first crack at the job when the season starts, especially with Akers not being able to do much in training camp. And again, I'm under the impression that I don't want a slow start. And I do think week one, Swift has a little bit more value right away than Akers does because I think Swift is in that pass-catching role a little bit more. So I think he's on the field a bit more than Akers to start. So I would take Swift. But again, only if I have a couple guys that I can already rely on and these are just pure upside picks. I mean, we're it's... RB twenty four and twenty seven, it's usually your third or fourth back. Right, I but, but people are taking like a guy like Swift as their RB too. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see sure. that. That's that's the biggest thing. I don't see that, and I'm not sure I see Swift winning the job this year because Carry On so good. Yeah, I don't know. Where, I don't know. Acres is going to be given the shot to win. Like one of those four is winning the job. Sure. Or at least two of the four. Also, who is who is the fourth one? Uh, Kelly. Okay, thank you. I could not remember because Brown, Henderson, okay. and Akers. I just could not remember the last one. I forgot John Kelly was still a thing. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Jordan Howard, RB34, or J.K. Dobbins, RB33. Jesus. Yes, yeah, uh, these are some stumpers, man. I'll, dude, I'll go, I'll go J.K. Dobbins. Give I, me Howard for the touchdown upside because Mark Ingram is still going to exist, and I do think Jordan Howard yeah, is but, the line back in my. Yeah, but Breed is still going to exist. That's it's. I don't know. I, I literally, I'm taking Dobbins for the chance that that he, sur- he supplants Ingram. He supplants, or it's just. Week ten, they're already ten and zero, and they're like, you know what? We'll give Dobbins more touches. Sure, and Ingram, Ingram's touchdown is gonna—they are gonna regress, and he's not catching as many passes as he did last year. It's just not gonna happen. That's why I'd take Dobbins here, is because okay. I think he'll catch passes. That's fair. No, absolutely. What's funny is like the thing about Howard is he showed it, and then he lost like all of it. Like his rookie year, he was good at catching passes, then he just completely lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can anyone say Philip Lindsay? Sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. We just <laughs> what an open wound. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Kareem Hunt, who we just talked about at RB twenty nine, or James White at RB thirty two. James well, White. I, yeah, I was gonna say I'll start because we already know what mine is. James White. So <laughs> I'm gonna go Hunt, man. I'm gonna go Hunt because not only obviously he's gonna catch a lot of passes. 
I mean, he could very well start as the Browns wide receiver three after Landry. And if Landry's not healthy, he could be lining up as a receiver a lot. But I do think um, if Chubb were to get hurt, Kareem Hunt is an RB1. And I don't usually draft guys with that with that mindset. But, I mean, Sony Michelle's already hurt. And I still don't think James White would pencil in for those for those rushes, too. So that's why I would lean James. No, Kirk. even when what's proven that he's not, he's going to get some yeah. of them. Yeah, but right. It's going to go to Burkhead, and then it'll go to Damian Harris. Right. So yeah, so I would lean. I would lean Hunt there. All right, Amari Cooper, wide receiver thirteen, or Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver twelve. Cooper with ease, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a guy that stays away from Cooper. Hey, but you're, 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 a, you're a known Cooper hater. You are. Uh, I'm a hater in his you're lack a, of consistency. You're a, you're a pooper for Cooper. If you just want to point out, seventy uh, percent of Cooper's games last year, he scored more than twelve points. Exactly. Like he he showed a little bit of consistency last year, and I have him like top five. So, man, no yeah. one acknowledged anything about the pooper for Cooper comment. I thought that was no. We just went right by that. But I, I'm I'm going Cooper as well. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. All right. Jarvis Landry, wide receiver 29, or Marquise Brown, the bulked up Marquise Brown at wide receiver 30, who went from like 160 pounds to 175 pounds. 80. 180. Um, So this is the first true question of do you want consistency? I.e., wide wide receiver 9, wide receiver 13, wide receiver 5, wide receiver 18, wide receiver 12. Yes. Do you want consistency or do you want upside? Jarvis Landry is never going to be a top five receiver. Sure. Marquise Brown might be. And so, like, even in a week, like, I don't even think Jarvis really ever hits top five in a week. Whereas Marquise Brown, maybe he finishes a little lower than Landry, but did he win you five weeks because he was a top five receiver? Probably. So. I'm going to go Landry. So am I. Because I want the consistency. Because you guys know how I draft. Well, plus I get, and it's I get scared of a Lamar Jackson weapon in the in the fact that Mark Mark Andrews might be the first option. I mean, sorry, I'm, I doubt it, but I I know I kind of trailed off there. I apologize. The Jackets had a three on two breakaway, and they and they didn't score. Fair enough. Um, but I, I would probably go Landry just because even with Beckham, I do think the, like Christian said, the floor is there and I'm never drafting Jarvis as anything more than a wide receiver three. So I'm, I'm, I would go Landry here. Yeah. I mean, Landry's going to finish probably 15 to 22. I guess that's the best range to come up in my head really quick. So immediate value, but like Christian said, Hollywood's going to win you a few weeks. I'm taking that. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Next one. Two, Texans receivers that are going back to back. Brandon Cooks at wide receiver 35 or Will Fuller at wide receiver 36. I'll start Brandon Cooks. There we go. I am also taking Brandon Cooks. Mm. Brandon Cooks is a wide receiver one. Christian's Christian's talked about the last like month that, oh, Will Fuller is who Deshaun Watts is going to want to throw to. So, Christian, put your money where your mouth is. So, Again, though, it's the same situation as the last one where Cooks gives you a little more consistency because he's on the field. But, but <laughs> whereas Brandon, Fuller, but Brandon Cooks can win you a week. Also, yes, but Fuller can 
when you won week by a lot. And so do I want that on my team? No, I'd still probably go Cooks. I'm yeah. I'm warming on, on Brandon Cooks, especially yeah, should, at Wonderscaper 35. That's, yeah, we should have taken him where we did in the IDP Invitational. That's okay. We're going to win anyway. All right. All right last – go ahead. Boy, Randy. No, uh, you're good. Keep we did take we did take my guy with our last pick, so I appreciate it. Um, that was my uh, third okay. vote, by the way, third place vote. Uh, Darius Slayton, wide receiver, forty one. So this is the last one here. Darius Slayton, wide receiver, forty one. Gary Judy, wide receiver, forty two. Hmm, that uh, one's tough for me because yes, Slayton did it last year, but no Ingram. Golden Tate sparingly and no Shepard. Shepard and Ingram should both be back. Dude. It doesn't matter, man. So here's why it doesn't matter. Slayton is the only field stretching receiver that is on that roster. The only one. And Daniel Jones can kind of sling it a little bit. As much as we love to hate him, he can at least throw deep. And so I don't think it'll matter. I think what's going to suck is the Tate Ingram Shepard Saquon battle for targets in that area of the field, but it's going to open things up for Slayton on the other side of things. Jerry Judy is really, really good. Um, and there are people that are saying that Judy could un- overtake Sutton as the primary option. I don't know if I agree with that, but I do think Judy, if someone's going to do it, one of these rookies, it's going to be Judy because I think he has the talent to do it. I think that's asinine because I think Cortland Sutton is probably like a top 15 receiver in the league talent wise. Sure. Um, yeah. A lot of people have gone cold on Sutton, especially in dynasty, which that I get the dynasty aspect of it because yeah. I mean, they brought in Judy and Judy could eventually be the guy there. Um, but uh, I'm going to go Judy. I just think he has more upside. I'm going Slayton. Um, for the reasons that Plus, I listed earlier. Again, I got to put my money where my mouth is. I've been over. I've been all over Judy since he was drafted to the Broncos. It's very true. Um. Oh God, I'll go. I same thing for me. I got to put my money where my mouth is. I'll go Judy. Yeah. Judy Locker, yes. Woo. All right. All right. So that's it for A, a B, C, ADP. That's a little bit of a mouthful. Um. Let's take a break and we'll get into our draft. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. If you're like us, season-long fantasy doesn't do the trick. FanDuel and DraftKings are great, but the crew at Thrive really knows how to prop up. They've eliminated countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. Choose 10 of the 20 NFL player props and submit your lineup. It's simple. Download the Thrive Fantasy app and use promo code THECUT when making your first deposit of $20 or more. You'll get an additional $20. Major thank you to our affiliates over at Thrive Fantasy. All right, welcome back to The Cut. Let's get into our mock draft. I'm excited for this one. This one's going to be a little bit different. Um, Instead of doing super flex, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and seven bench spots. So, Kind of more of a standard league for the most part. Um, I know we've been advocating for a lot of that you should be changing to super flex. Um, I, in my home leagues, there's no way I'm going to push that. Like or we, we've talked about it. So let's do. So I'm excited to do this one because it's definitely a different draft strategy, obviously. 
Um, so we did the uh, order before the show started. Randy's got the second pick again. I have the fourth. Christian has the sixth. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. I don't know how you always do this, Sean, but I don't want like it. I, for the record, you guys know that I automated. It's not anything that I just, oh, hey, this is what we should do. I'm sorry, Randy. I, pick I, pick like that in real life. I wish I could. <laughs> I'm always 10 through 12, so I would never know how to pick here. All right. So this is PPR, no tight end premium. So straight up, let's do it. All okay. right. So. Christian McCaffrey with the first pick. Randy goes Saquon pretty easily. Yep. Uh, it hasn't changed in the two months we've been doing this that I'm um, always picked two. Still Saquon. And Alvin Kamara goes three, which is good for me. So I will take Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, I thought that was Michael Thomas. Clyde <laughs> Edward Tolaire. It goes uh, 105, which is very, very interesting. Christian, were you going to consider him if he was there? Yes. Okay. So Christian does go Dalvin Cook. Then we see Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Devontae Adams, and Kenyon Drake. So only two receivers go in the second round. Then Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, Pat Mahomes, and DeAndre Hopkins. So we're back to Christian. Yep, and I'm going to just stick to the strategy that I prefer, which is heavy running back. and I'm going to take Aaron Jones, who is going to be an RB1 this year. Oh, I hope he is. Except for when. He's on yeah, uh, yeah, because that happens. That that makes sense. He's going to be a different guy altogether, just for your team in the listener league. You're an idiot. All right. Um. So Nick Chubb goes the pick after. To me, the guys that I'm looking at at the running back position are all kind of in the same group. Um. So looking at the other positions here, Lamar Jackson is still on the board. Um. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, but again, not tight end premium, so I don't know if I want to reach for one of those guys. So I will go ahead and take Chris Goddard. Hmm. Kenny Galladay off the board, back to Randy. Boy, oh boy, do I not enjoy this. Okay. Uh, God, I hate this. Okay, so I'm going to go I'm going to go George Kittle, because I don't usually get to do this. Take and Travis take- Kelsey. I'm not taking Travis Kelsey. Um, and we see Todd Gurley and Leonard Fournette come off at the turn. So back to Rain. Man, I don't like this position a lot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Allen Robinson here. Get another. Get a receiver. Keep balancing out the team. All right. So back to me here. Um, still plenty of good receivers on the board. Plenty of good running backs still, and uh, only three came off the board there. So this brings me to who do I prefer of my two guys that are my A1s at the running back position. Those are who I'm deciding between, between David Johnson and Lev Bell. I'll take David Johnson. Odell Beckham goes before Christian. So Christian's back on the clock with Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. Yeah, and I'm going to take Amari Cooper because I just talked about how I have him top five or some shit like that. So he told me to put my money where my mouth is. I did it. That's that. Fair enough. Please, Calvin Ridley. You motherfucker. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> so we see so we, we see Travis Kelsey, Juju, Lamar Jackson goes at 309, so a steal there. Mike Evans, Chris Carson, Lev Bell, and then on the turn, Melvin Gordon, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Mark Ingram, Robert Woods, and the pick before Christian, Calvin Ridley. Hmm. 
That's how I feel about that. Um, God, I'm not going to get any fucking Calvin Ridley shares this year, am I? Um, I'm gonna. Bro, pick this is a mock draft. I know, but I'm. This is like where I pick a lot, kind of, and kind of the back end. But I'm gonna take DJ Chark here, and you might be saying, "Wow, I, I haven't heard AJ Brown's name. I haven't heard DJ Moore's name." I was um, saying DJ Chark to do to do to do. If you yeah. were curious. Well, I was purposely ignoring that. However, um, I think DJ Chark's gonna be a wide receiver one this year, so. I'm going to choose him as my wide receiver too. Fair. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, we're all pretty big on him this year, but I will take with my pick, a guy who I, I think is also going to be a wide receiver one, DJ Moore. And then David Montgomery goes. So back to Randy. Randy has Saquon, George Kittle, and Allen Robinson. I was really uh, deciding between AJ Brown, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, and Jonathan Taylor. So <laughs> all three of those guys are gone. I think Jonathan Taylor is a pretty easy pick here. All right, and then we see Mark Andrews and DK Metcalf at the turn. So back to Randy. Uh, yes, I'm going. Oof. Oh, this is actually kind of a tough one. So Mostert's on the board. I think that's a really good pick. Give me three solid running backs. Keenan Allen, uh, perennial back end wide receiver one, and Terry McLaurin, who I don't want to get to Christian. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> The spitefulness comes back. I'm going to go Keenan Allen. So my team continues to be completely bounced out. And that's mainly, it's a three wide receiver league. So uh, getting my one flex as the running back or my second starter at wide receiver, that was pretty much the question. Okay. So now, Randy, I I will see one of your guys that you don't want to get back to Christian. And I'll raise you a guy who I don't want to get back to Christian. That name is Ronald Jones. Um, But damn. Oh. Are you going to do it to me, dude? He's going for the throats. <laughs> I'm not because I already have Chris Godwin. Um, so I'm between Mostert and Kareem Hunt here. And I know I talked about Kareem Hunt on the ADP game, but Mostert is still the starter in San Francisco. So I'll go ahead and grab my flex there because I still think I can get a decent wide receiver when it comes back to me. So I will go where he Mostert. Then Russell Wilson comes off the board for Christian. That's interesting, too, because I was considering Russ here. Um, I think the fifth round is a decent uh, place to get your third quarterback or the third quarterback off the board, your first Mm -hmm. quarterback. Please don't draft three quarterbacks in the first five rounds. Um, Do it! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was actually probably going to pick Russ. So I'm glad he came off the board so I would come to my senses. And and take take Ronald Jones. So I listen. I don't know who it is yet. Um, So, yes, I'm going to take Ronald Jones. (laughs) All right. So then we see T.Y. Hilton, Kareem Hunt, Terry McLaurin, Zach Ertz, Darren Waller, Kyler Murray wrap out the fifth round, then Cortland Sutton, Tyler Lockett, DeAndre Swift, Marquise Brown, Cam Akers. Dak Prescott, back to Christian. Yes, and so <laughs> I have Amari Cooper. Yes, you do. And I want to take Michael Gallup here. But I also don't want to fuck myself like that. Um, so I'm a little torn. 
I'm a little torn here. I want to take Evan Ingram to take him away from you, Sean, because I assume you'll take him with one of your next two picks. Wait, you think I'm going tight end in the sixth round? Do you know me? Absolutely. Um, Add up, yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised you don't have one yet. Um, I hate you. So I'm looking at some other receivers, just kind of – I mean, Stefan Diggs, I'm not as high on him this year. Devontae Parker, I'm a little nervous about his outlook. Um, But Jarvis Landry's here, and having Amari Cooper in my lineup means that I might have a week where he just decides not to play football. Um, He'll be out there, but he won't play. So I'm going to take Jarvis Landry and secure my wide receiver three slot. Okay. So Stefan Diggs comes off the board before me, and that kind of makes my decision easier because I think I was pretty much between Stefan Diggs or the guy I'm going to take here. I know Christian hates him. Uh, I, Randy's not as high, but Randy, I think, still believes in the player that he is over what I versus what Christian does. A.J. Green is still a very good wide receiver. I'm getting him in the sixth round as my third wide receiver when I already have Chris Godwin and D.J. Moore, so I will take A.J. Green. Okay, uh, Devontae Parker goes right after that. So that leaves me with deciding between Deshaun Watson, Darius Guys, James White, and Edelman, pretty much. Uh, I have Saquon, Jonathan Taylor's running backs, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, wide receiver. I don't have a quarterback, but I don't really want one here, even though Watson is an argument for the third best in the league. But I'm going to go... I'm going to go James White. Give me a safe running back because Jonathan Taylor might not be starting at the gate still. Yeah, and then you do see Deshaun Watson go at 6-12 and then on the turn, Julian Edelman. So back to you. Yeah, and that's that puts me pretty much between Darius Geist and Brandon Cooks. I guess Michael Gallup to an extent. Scrolling down to make sure I'm not missing anyone. Um... Uh, I'm going to take Brandon Cooks just to round out the receiving group. Then you see Darius Geist go next. All right, back to me. Please take Michael Gallup. Evan Ingram. (laughs) Please take Michael Gallup. Evan Ingram. And then Gronk. And Gronk. Because Evan Ingram, to me, I'm higher than the two of you are. I think seventh round is still good value for him. He was the fifth tight end off the board, which I think is just about where he should go. I know you guys are a little bit lower, but if he's healthy, he's a stud. So I will take Evan Ingram. I hate then you. Then why? Because I needed you to take Michael Gallup because I'm going to fucking take him here, and I don't like it. You, I know, don't I, like it. you know I'm not a huge fan so of take Tyler Boyd. Yeah. No. So stop bitching, Randy. It's like it's like if it's like if a baby sees candy. Like if Christian sees Michael Gallup come to him, he's not going to avoid that pick just for the hell of it. He's going to take it. Yeah, he's not the brightest that one. I know. All right, no, you know what I'm gonna do is take Michael Gallup. I need to, man. Um, I need to. I'm I'm ta- I'm taking Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. All right. All right, then J.K. Dobbins, Marlon Mack, Hayden Hurst, Drew Brees, Jordan Howard, Tyler Higby round out the seventh round. 
Marvin Jones, Tom Brady, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, Deontay Johnson, and Tevin Coleman. Back to Christian. Um, God. Um, so this is tough. So I'm looking at Debo Samuel, who I don't believe will miss a ton of games. Um, some people think he's going to miss the first four weeks. And if that's the case, I don't want to draft him this highly just for the opportunity cost of drafting someone else. Um, I think I'm going to draft Tariq Cohen instead of a wide receiver because of that. I know there were guys like Manny Sanders and C.D. Lamb, Darius Slayton, but yeah, I went with Tariq Cohen. Fuck it. Hmm. Fair enough. All right, so now it's back to me. Um, this is kind of a best player available type of situation, I think. Um, and I know Sony started the year on the PUP list, but I do think he's on the active list, obviously. I do think he's going to be ready for week one. And I with having David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Raheem Mostert, I can kind of afford to take a guy like that with this pick. And to be honest with you, I mean, after Sony, guy like the next guys up, Matt Breida, Philip Lindsay, Alexander Madison, Latavius Murray, carry on. Like none of these guys are at least I think are going to be starters. Maybe Daryl Henderson, but we already talked about how Cam Akers could very well be the starter. So I'm going to take Sonny Michelle as my fourth running back and hope that he does come back healthy and he's just got the touchdown upside. Yep, fair enough. I'm going to take Debo Samuel here. Uh, I have three wide receivers already. I can wait for him to come back fully healthy and be the wide receiver too he was last year. And that's and that's the reason too. It's kind of the same thing why I took Michelle. I already have Mostert, David Johnson, and Zeke. I can afford to have Sony on my bench if he doesn't come back right away because I do think when he comes back, he's the starter. Yeah, 100%. I understand. And then, Alec, then you see Alexander Madison came before Randy took Debo, and then Emmanuel Sanders, Matt Breida, back to Randy. Yeah. This is what is known as an inevitable position. I don't like this. Hmm. Uh, kind of the best guys available, I guess, the quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. I kind of want to wait. Then CeeDee Lamb, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Hardman. Henderson, I Jesus Christ. Can I wait that long? So I, I'm going to take you wait. If you wait on a quarterback here, I don't know if that's what you're considering. I mean, you're talking 22 picks before it gets back to you. Yeah, I'm going to take CD Lamb. Uh, my thing was, can I wait on two receivers to basically mm-hmm. return and break out? And I think I can. And I, I think, think I, can. I think I can. It, I think it gives me flexibility at the trade deadline where sure. I should have Debo and CD both looking really good right then. And it allows me to pick up whatever I need in the long haul. So I look at the draft board here and I see that myself, Randy and Christian are the only other teams that don't have a quarterback. Yet. <laughs> Matt Ryan just went. So I'm okay with waiting for a quarterback uh, another round. Um, even if Christian takes the guy I'm looking at here, um, which I don't think he will because he's going to take Matt Stafford if he does take a quarterback. Yeah. Um, so I'm again, I'm also looking at those rookie receivers between Ruggs, Judy, Rager, Jefferson, and then Crowder, uh, Darius Slayton. So I think here I would 
this is tough because I, I want to take Jameson Crowder just based on the floor, but I do think some of these rookie guys have a little bit more upside. Um, I'll take Henry Ruggs. Interesting. Oh, there goes Philip Lindsay right yeah, before. Yeah, right before Christian, man. I wasn't taking him. Um, uh, it's a top ten running back. I thought. <laughs> I hate you. Um. So, all right. So I'm looking at my team. I don't have a quarterback, but I'm gonna wait because, like Sean said, everyone else has one. I have a couple of safe receivers in my opinion in Landry and Chark and then Gallup I feel is safe Cooper is just scary week to week damn you Uh, weren't able to take CeeDee Lamb I if I would have accidentally taken CeeDee Lamb forgetting that I had Cooper and Gallup that That would be awesome so I'm looking at the receivers on the board and if I want to go safer I'm going Jamison Crowder sure and but the problem, I think, the, before you go, the only problem, I think, with your team is you kind of have a guy like that already with Landry. Landry's probably a tier above that, but I would say that Jarvis Landry and James Crowder are kind of relatively the same player. Right. And I guess my argument to that is, do I want the consistent guy that's probably right. going to finish in the top 30 or a guy who can bust completely in some of these rookies or the aforementioned Darius Slayton. Um, and I think, I think I'm going to go Crowder and see what receiver comes back to me. Yeah. And uh, I think that's fair. Um, because look at this. Holy shit. Yeah. So we see Aaron Rodgers go to uh, the next person, then Latavius Murray, Josh Allen, carry on Johnson, Chase Edmonds, Jerry Judy. Which is now it's kind of surprising that these people are taking their second quarterbacks here, but I mean it's a computer, so it happens. Yeah, um, but in fairness, in a lot of home leagues, people do take. Yeah, two. right. Especially if you got some of these names on the board still, like Rodgers, Allen, Wentz, um, and then at the turn in the tenth round, Hunter Henry, Darius Slayton, Michael Hardman, Daryl Henderson, Carson Wentz, Zach Moss. So Christian, all you really saw off the board was Judy Slayton and Hardman. So those rookie guys are still on the board. Yeah, well, there's one left. There's yeah, so there's a couple. I mean, Rager, Jefferson, and Ayuk are all still there. Yeah, but so if I were ranking them, um, not based on my pre-draft notions, but based on the fact that this guy should get a ton of volume, um, I would have had Rager as my option in the ninth round when I took Crowder. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take Rager here and just see what quarterback comes flying back around. Okay. And the next pick is Cam Newton, which is going to make my decision easy because I am going to jump a quarterback now. I have four wide receivers. I have four running backs. I have a tight end. I know Randy needs a quarterback, so I don't think that uh, the the guy I want to take here is going to get back to me because Randy has two picks before my next one. Christian, I'm taking Matthew Stafford. Good. Then Noah Pant goes right before Randy, so Randy's back on the line. <laughs> that sucks, Randy. Randy already has Kittle. Already has Kittle. Doesn't matter. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of in a little corner here. So I I went wide receiver heavy the last one, so I really kind of need a running back. I'm gonna take Antonio Gibson and kind of hope for the upside. Gross. Gross. Okay. All right, Sorry. Justin Jefferson and Jared Cook come at the turn. So back to Randy. All right. Well, because. 
Christian still needs a quarterback. I think I have to take one here to guarantee. I get one of the two I really like. I'm going to take Baker Mayfield. Mm. Which probably hurts Christian's innards. Well, <laughs> it's always going to hurt his innards. That's what mm-hmm. I want to do. <laughs> that was the way, I, I realize now that that was a weird way to put it. Yep. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so looking at the receivers for me that are on the board here, because in between mine and Randy's pick, Sammy Watkins goes, also gross. Um, Christian Kirk, Deshaun Jackson, Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller. While I am high on Shepard, you guys know how I feel about him. I don't think I need it. And this, to me, is a really, really tough decision because I'm looking at Naeem Hines, or I do have Ezekiel Elliott, and I could guarantee the Dallas running back right now by taking Tony Pollard. Who are the running backs? Sony Michelle, David Johnson, and Raheem Mostert. I I would say Pollard. I don't know about Christian. Now is so, that you? Is that now? Is your thinking just because because I have three other guys grabbing the handcuff here when it's Pollard, one of the two guys that. You would, I mean, him and Madison are really the only two with already having Zeke. Yeah, and we're definitely a group that believes the Cowboys should use Pollard a little bit during the year, even if sure stays healthy. So okay, yeah, I you know what you're, yeah, you convince me. I will go ahead and grab the handcuff with Tony Pollard. I do want to mention though that I I don't remember which analyst it was, but they went in depth about why you should never draft your it own was, handcuff. JJ Zacharyson. That's that's who I thought it was, but I didn't want to credit the wrong person. But um, th- I, I thought that was very intriguing because basically when you grab your own handcuff, you have a guy base- basically wasting a bench spot. But if you grab someone else's handcuff and the starter goes down, now you have leverage to trade that player and get some pieces back. So I thought that was interesting. And it kind of I'm not changing the way I view handcuffs because I would have taken Pollard, too. but. I thought it's it's interesting to think about. Yeah, it is. And I and I and I've I read through his argument um when you sent it to me. It's it's definitely fair and but I do think I might be able to snag another one that's not mine in the next couple of rounds. Yeah. And it, and the argument against that is you also give away other people's trade power against you. Yeah, yeah. right. Whereas because if Zeke does go down and somebody else has Tony Pollard, it's going to take me a lot more to go get Tony Pollard, whereas if I had him already. Yeah. All right, then Christian Kirk comes off the board, so back to you, the other Christian. Yeah, so looking at some quarterbacks, not loving it. (laughs) No McDonald's (laughs) here. Um, Oh, good one. I know. Um, But a guy I'm looking at, and... You guys are going to say I'm crazy. I've done this. I I think I might like Daniel Jones, guys. I th- because I've drafted him. This is my third mile. All right, Randy. Randy, what week, what week did you have of Christian flipping his script on Daniel Jones? Did you have before the season started? I had like week three. But I think you might win the bet here. I believe I had like week one. Okay, so you're closer. You're closer. You yeah. win. So Christian's flip-flop. You, you win. I don't think oh, I've played Price is Right model. I saw about one. Yeah, you're you're the closest without going over. Well, you are over. But, I, went, I went over, but yeah. yeah, but you get the point. So the reason I would go Daniel Jones here is because I don't believe in Ben Roethlisberger. 
Joe Burrow is a bit too much of a question mark for me. Um, and rookie quarterbacks don't traditionally produce for fantasy, though Burrow's in a very unique situation where he probably can. Shout out to Frank Amarante, um, who has him in his top 12. Also, the argument of rookie quarterbacks not usually producing has not really been a thing since like Cam Newton won the league. Fair. Yeah. But very, very outdated argument. But Joe right. Burrow doesn't have the rushing floor that the quarterbacks who have produced. He has a I rushing. would argue that he has the same rushing floor as Daniel Jones. Yeah. Sure. And Daniel Jones relatively produced when he came in, fantasy wise. He wasn't a good quarterback, but fantasy wise. He was a quarterback twenty four over the course of the season. But I get that was in Right, but then it's in game. limited yes, it's in limited starts. Right. Yeah. Um so I guess I'm between Daniel Jones, Joe Burrow, and Ryan Tannehill here. Um, I'm sorry, I can't pick Broski. I'm gonna take Ryan Tannehill actually, and you'll see why here with my next pick. As right. long as it wasn't Daniel Jones, I agree. <laughs> so Duke Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, Damian Harris, Boston Scott, Daniel Jones, Sterling Shepard. And on the turn, A.J. Dillon, Justin Jackson, Anthony Miller, Brandon Ayuk, T.J. Hawkinson, and Anthony McFarlane. Christian still doesn't have a tight end. Yep, now I do. So I'm going to go get my stack here, and I'm going to take Johnny Smith, who I just put a love letter out on Twitter for. Um, it's like a 15-tweet thread. Definitely worth the read. Gonna yeah, it is good. Tag. It is good. Go check it out. I don't usually compliment Christian. Yeah, that's... That's how you know it must be good. Right, exactly. John. So, yeah, John is going to be a top 10 tight end pretty easily. Um, so, All right, so we see Austin Hooper come off the board. Back to me. Um, so this actually ended up working out because Naeem Hines was the guy that I was in between, between him and Pollard. So I did get my handcuff. I could still get Naeem Hines, so I'll go ahead and take him here. Then John Brown yeah. off the board before Randy, and I think Randy wanted Naeem Hines. I did, but just like the listener league, Preston Williams going right after John Brown. <laughs> Good call, Chris. All right, so uh, Crandy takes Preston Williams, then Ben Roethlisberger and Nikhil Harry. 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 Yeah, I know what I said. Nikhil Harry. <laughs> All right, well, um, I think I'm pretty much I, – I think I could take a shot at wide receiver later. I think I pretty much said at this point. So I'm going to go an upside running back in Joshua Kelly, who I think is the true RB2 in uh, Los Angeles. almost said San Diego. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to win that, that first down type role from uh, Justin Jackson, just because he's just – Justin Jackson does not have the upside of Kelly. So Okay. All right. So I am on the clock, and between two guys here um, – but I think Mike Williams is a guy that is I like fuck you. Dude. His, his ADP is ridiculous right now. Fuck like, you. He is all the way down, and I can't let him pass up. So I'm going to take Mike Williams. Have you spoken with Randy here in the last 24 hours about Mike Williams? No, do you, but do you know something. I don't. Why? Are you sure? I'm not looking at the camera. Are you lying to me? Because I'm, I'm serious. Because Randy and I had a nice long discussion about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams got brought up and I said, it's going to be the Mike Williams show. 
and Randy I doesn't don't, agree. I don't agree with that, but I do think Mike Williams does have value this year, and he is getting criminally underdrafted. Absolutely, dude. He was a thousand yard receiver last year, and the only reason he finished where he did is because his touchdowns regressed to a stupid degree. I think he no, had two I don't, or three, right? Again, again, I don't agree with you that it's going to be the Mike Williams show, and I think that's Randy's argument. But I, Randy, do you think that Williams has value? Because I definitely think he does, yeah. especially where I took him right here. He has clear value. They're not going to be a very good team. They're going to be throwing the ball. Right. All right. So then we see Carlos Hyde come off the board. So back to Christian. So I have sniped both of you in the span of two rounds. I don't like whatever face he just made. That was. <laughs> I didn't see it. I switched to the draft board. Smart. <laughs> it was smart. Um. So the running backs are gross, and so I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, I. So I'm looking at my running backs. I have Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Ronald Jones, the Joneses, uh, Tariq Cohen, and that's it. So that's that's not great, Bob. That's not great. But you know what? I have a lot of confidence in Ronald Jones. So I guess I'm going to go with a receiver here. I can't go Golden Tate because I took Jamison Crowder and Jarvis Landry. And they're, same, really, they're all the same guys. Yeah. But Landry, I mean, I, I was a tier above. Yes. Um, so I'm going to take a guy that we discussed. Was it before we started recording? Who was that? Was it during the ABC ADP? Curtis Samuel? I'm going to take him. We talked about it in between when I was talking to you guys about how you uh, felt about Renfro. Uh, yes. Well, so my argument for Curtis Samuel this year is he actually has a good offensive coordinator and who might use him the way he should be used. And uh, if that happens, I mean, he has a lot of value. Sure. So then you see LaShawn McCoy, Eric Ebron, Mike Isicki, Jared Goff, Dallas Goddard. Uh, Al Lazard come off the board, then Joe Burrow, Golden Tate, Rashad Penny, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, Jack Doyle. That hurts me a little bit because I was going to target some tight end insurance there with uh, with Ingram, but I'll, uh, I'll I'll see what happens here. So Christian, back to you. Yeah, I'm gonna now. I like what the running backs look like. Um, I was kind of waiting and hoping that Darrington Evans would get back, and he did. So I'm gonna take him for obvious pass-catching upside. Fair. All right, so I was hoping, kind of hoping that DeAndre Washington was going to be on the board, but he just went at the pick before me. So I think what I'm going to do here, I needed a second tight end anyway. I'm going to take the shot that some of these people are right with Blake Jarwin, that it's, it's his job. So I'll take him as my backup to Evan Ingram. I can always drop him if if he doesn't show anything. So And I'll, I'll pick him up and then trade for CD and Dak. And- <laughs> Yeah. And now, yeah, I'll trade Zeke too. Sounds good. Call yeah. you just name yourself the uh, Columbus Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G goes off the board and then back to Randy. Yeah. Just like Christian said, I don't like any of the running backs. I think this is between two receivers for me, and that's Paris Campbell and Hunter Renfro. I'm going to go Paris Campbell for a little diversity. I assumed that would happen. Hunter Renfro comes off the board next pick, and then Reichwell Armstead. So back to Randy. All right, so back to the queue. And who do I want to take the shot on? So who sets a queue in a mock draft? I'm just kidding. Let's get so it. I don't scroll. Um, oof. I'm going to 
take Drew Locke. No. I don't need a second QB. There's not really any running back that has any value that's worth, like, week one for me. There's not really a tight end I truly value here. I don't want to take a receiver. I'm not comfortable cutting. So I, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Jalen Hurd. And that's specifically because with Debo most likely out, maybe Jalen Hurd becomes the wide receiver one for a couple weeks. And if he loses value, loses value, and I can cut him. Who is the wide receiver that just opted out and out there? Why can I not remember his name? Didn't somebody just opt out? In San Francisco? Richie James. Richie James, okay. Was it Richie James? Yeah. It wasn't Jalen Hurd, I can tell you that. No, it wasn't. All right, so I'm on the clock for my last pick. You know what? I mean, this is a guy that I can definitely cut anyway. I'm going to do the same thing I did in our listener league draft with our last pick. I'm going to take Robbie Anderson. Smart. And I'm going to do what you guys kind of did. So I would love to snag D.D. Westbrook here, but I have D.J. Chark, and I have no need to handcuff a receiver. See, it's um, funny because I, I did that, but I didn't I, – I mean, I have D.J. Moore, and I took Robbie Anderson, but mm-hmm. it's just a fact of I can cut – Robbie Anderson just as easily if I need to pick up something else. Right. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go T. Higgins in all honesty. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't want to do that. Not with AJ Green. Well, and and not with John Ross still on the board. Um and Travis Benjamin. That's the name. Travis okay. Benjamin was with the Niners. He opted out. Oh wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, um, you were right to think of that. <laughs> So what I could also do here is handcuff my tight end pick with a wide receiver, which makes no sense whatsoever. But what what does that even mean? So if Janu doesn't get the work that I think he will, it's going to go to Corey Davis. But the problem with Corey Davis is we don't know why he's even on the PUP list. They have not said. Exactly. And also it's Corey Davis. Why would I want to roster? Also true. Um, Steven Sims is here. I would give him a shout, but I'm taking John Ross because that's going to be my last pick in every fucking draft this year. You know I, what I should have done, and I didn't do we, it. I'm gonna when this draft is over, I'm gonna go right to waivers. I'm gonna drop Robbie Anderson, and I'm gonna pick up JJ Arthur Whiteside. Yeah, you have to. You know what, Christian? I'm shocked it wasn't Brian Edwards. Oh, you know what? I should have done that, but I. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think I like Brian Edwards more than John Ross this year, so. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> so let's give our team, Randy, why don't you start? Go ahead and list out everybody. Okay. Uh, I have Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Brandon Cooks, George Kittle, James White, Debo Samuel, C.D. Lamb, Antonio Gibson, Preston Williams, Joshua Kelly, Paris Campbell, and Jalen Hurd. So obviously... I, I think I drafted every receiver I drafted, I truly believe in, and I think I have great depth, which is good because I'm going to need uh, RB4. <laughs> because uh, Antonio, between Antonio Gibson and Joshua Kelly, hopefully one of them hit, but I'm still betting on a lot in that regard. But I do like the team overall. Yes. Absolutely. And for me, Matthew Stafford, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, Chris Godwin. Uh, DJ Moore, AJ Green, 
Evan Ingram, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle, Henry Ruggs, Tony Pollard, Naeem Hines, Mike Williams, Blake Jarwin, and J.J. Arthega Whiteside. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> hey, hey, look at the draft board. Look at the draft board. It says you I took the Arthega Whiteside. Fuck you, bro. Baby. Oh, my God. All right. My team. I love, to be honest with you, I absolutely love my team. Yeah. Well, we all love our teams, I think. Well, Except we'll Randy's RB4. Um, <laughs> oh, I actually do like my team. So my team is Ryan Tannehill, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, DJ Chark Jr., Jarvis Landry, Johnu Smith, Ronald Jones the second, Michael Gallup, Tariq Cohen, Jamison Crowder, Jalen Rager, Curtis Samuel, Darrington Evans, John Ross the third. Full fucking send. John Ross the third, I hate you. It's yeah, it's like Lloyd Cushenberry. That is the it's the, the Archduke Lloyd Cushenberry <laughs> to you, Christian. <laughs> um, no, I love my team. I mean, having Tariq Cohen as my RB four and having Michael Gallup as my wide receiver four to five is a little insane and won't ever happen, even in a home league. I don't think so. I guess. Uh, yeah. It will happen. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are as high as you are with Michael Gallup. Well, they're stupid and I'm not, so. That should be our slogan. That is (laughs) Cut's new slogan. You're stupid. Your fantasy football advice. That. (laughs) I do want to know, I'm going to look it up right now, uh, what his ECR ranking is on Fantasy Pros. Because. I think he's being drafted a little lower than what people actually have him ranked. Maybe. Uh, the, the only thing for my team, I will say, I mean, looking back. Wide receiver 33. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his ADP is also wide receiver 33. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, Jesus. That's stupid. Guys going in front of him, Marquise Brown, Julian Edelman, A.J. Green, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Stephon Diggs, T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Parker. A.J. Green okay. over Michael Gallup is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. A.J. Green, when healthy, is a, is a wide receiver one. The problem is he's not. So, Do you have proof of that? Yes. What it's is it? the last like two and a half or year and a half. So, So not this year? Yeah. Okay, good to know. Listen, yeah, I just craft my arguments to fit my narrative. Darius guys you know, is healthy. I craft my arguments. <laughs> Speak, speaking of Darius guys, that was my only point I was going to make. Is the only thing I could possibly change maybe was going Darius guys instead of Brandon Cooks. But I think I have multiple people that are going to be wide receiver twos on my team, so I'm sure I can. I would be able to get rid of one of them for a good running back. Yeah, for me, it would have been um, taking Crowder over Ruggs, but I think with the three guys I had already, I was okay taking the upside of a rookie there, especially yeah. who a lot of, I mean, the three of us, I think, can probably agree that of the rookies that are in the are in this class, like Ruggs is probably the first one that we would want to take. I mean, we did it in the IDP Invitational um, over yeah. guys like Rager and Judy. Uh, well, it should have been, I mean, maybe over Rager if Randy would have texted me back. Um, but again, and I and I was able to supplant that with Mike Williams four rounds later, which made me feel a, a very much better. Very much so. Uh, <laughs> All right, Christian. Any, any uh, 
thing like you would maybe change? Probably not taking two Dallas run receivers. No, I wouldn't change that because they're both going to be top twenty receivers. So, no, I wouldn't would change. change would, would you change the computer taking Calvin Ridley one pick before you? That I would change. Honestly, can, computer sniped Christian a good amount today. It did, I enjoy- and I, I, and I sniped you guys both once. Yeah, I mean, you sniped me with Naeem Hines, who I probably should have taken the round before, but eh. sure. Well, you, but you, you had to take a quarterback there. No, I, sh- I probably should have taken Naeem Hines over Antonio Gibson. But oh, Gibson okay. has a higher upside, I guess. Still gross. Um, but I get it. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, that was a that was a, actually a really fun episode. Again, I apologize for the breaks in between of me just kind of stopping talking. Blue Jackets did end up coming back to win four to three, up to one of the series. Was, the game was nuts. I'm still hype. Um, Red Zone draft boards. To be honest with you guys. Um, I'm probably going to end up getting one myself. Usually you guys, uh, Randy and Christian like to make fun of me because I go through Buffalo Wild Wings to get my draft boards, which because I used to work there, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get one this year from them because they can't obviously host draft parties with everything going on. So I'm going to have to do it. I'll probably end up ordering a red zone draft board. And from just going through the website, they look awesome. I know it's kind of Christian's thing, but I did get a chance to check it out and they look really cool. Yep. They absolutely do. Um, and before we go, before you ask me if I have anything to add, and I say no, but then start talking, um, just another shout out to Nick Burkhammer for putting together our website. Um, dude's been grinding. He had like half of his house break down today and still yeah. <laughs> found time to text Randy and I and say, Oh, Wait, what I- happened? His dryer broke, his lawnmower broke, his Jesus. Hot, yeah, uh, bunch of shit. But it's he every other week it seems like he puts in our group chat, don't buy a house, guys. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I could right. really enjoy your house, Burke, if you do listen to this. It's a really nice house. I do like the, the backyard where we got to chill a couple weekends ago. Yeah, but he doesn't listen, so he'll never he, hear that. He, but he does. he does on occasion. <laughs> Yes, but uh, shout out to him. He's finishing up our website, and then we'll discuss how we're going to go live with that and transfer over our articles from our WordPress site. So uh, writers, if you're listening, I'll be reaching out about a new platform of how we're going to be publishing articles here soon. So uh, stay on the lookout for that. And if you guys want to write for us, we're always willing to uh, read some samples and, and see about bringing you guys on the team. So especially with the season ramping up and content, just going to be, it's going to be pouring out. So well, not, for me. not well, for me. It will. I mean, we're about to be, what? No, we'll be posting. We, we will have weekly rankings this time. And I think the plan is to do our own instead of put them all together. Is that what well, we're Oh, I would say, I mean, we all do our own, which makes it. Well, we will. We will make it. We will. I think our plan is to make it accessible to see our own rankings first and the consensus. Where yeah, it should, your... it should be like a five pillar. Yeah, five okay. pillar, five column thing. And hey, man. <laughs> lastly, get hyped. The football season's here, man. Players are players are in camp. Camp's going. There are the pictures in the uniforms. The Browns uniforms look fucking dope. Get hyped. It's football time. Alright, for Christian Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Go Jackets. We gone!